are wrapping up our Fruits of the Spirit series by getting honest about self-control and our lack of it. We get real about the role our negative emotions and our refusal to deal with them plays in our inability to control ourselves and talk about how our lack of self-control is sabotaging our goals. We're wrestling with our temptations, talking about our triggers, and getting to the root of the things binding us to our old habits. We're saying goodbye to overindulgence and poor coping skills and saying hello to the disciplined and balanced life God has called us to. Hi, I'm Becky, the host of the Girl on a Hill podcast, where we encourage you to stop hiding, start shining, and to be the woman you were created to be. You can download Girl on a Hill podcast on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcast. Google Podcast, and Spotify. Thanks for listening, and now, let's head to the hill. Welcome to Girl on a Hill. We are in, believe it or not, our last Everyday Fruits of the Spirit podcast. Starting a new series next year. Uh, We hope you've had a great season. I've got a full table with me today. Yay! Yes! Yes, All the girls on the hill are here, which is very exciting really good to be together and the year that way yeah yeah i like that that makes me feel happy um we'll see how long the happiness lasts as we dig into (laughs) self-control yeah about that and it's over Uh, oh okay here comes the growth self-control now as a parent i've told my kids so many times like the only thing you can control is yourself right right right, yeah right um but for so many of us who are control freaks Mm. the one thing we have control of we don't really yeah. do very well because self-control encompasses a lot right okay the struggle and it's the struggle is going to be different for every person right. okay but i think the reason it's so hard is because it's not just about controlling your behavior but it's also about controlling your mouth right. and your emotions mm-hmm. and your mind mm-hmm. okay so every one of those things is going to be a little bit tougher for each one of us like an area where we fall down I've got some definitions. I have a love-hate relationship with the dictionary definition this week mm. because one, it's accurate, and two, it's convicting. Mm. Oh. <laughs> well, fair. It's very rude. All right. Let's hear it. All right. The ability to control oneself, in particular, one's emotions and desires or the expression of them in one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. Mm. I don't really like that difficult situations bit. Amen. But yeah. I control myself while I'm reading, while I'm watching The Office. You do a great, I am great a job. super good lady. Okay. Number two, the ability to regulate and alter your responses in order to avoid undesirable behaviors. Avoid undesirable behaviors. Mm-hmm. Psychology Today said this. It's the ability to manage one's impulses, emotions, and behaviors to achieve long-term goals. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's a purpose. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah give me We're going to hit on goals later. Um, the ability to walk a straight and narrow path while resisting the temptation to deviate. Mm. Squirrel. Like, oh, oh, oh <laughs> you got me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cornerstone University said self-control is the war. War is accurate between impulsivity and doing what's right or beneficial. That's Mr. Paul again, like the thing I want to do, I can't do. And the thing I don't. Yeah. 
Mm. Last one. Believeinmind.com said, Ugh, it's the difference between thriving and faltering in all areas of life. Huh. The difference. <laughs> the yep. difference between. What does it look like? Well, first I'm going to point out that in both Titus chapter 1 and 1 Timothy 3, Paul lists self-control as a necessary quality for someone who wants to be a church leader. Mm. Yeah, I'd appreciate it if they did. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, yeah. it is. It, it, I need so, someone to show me a good example. <laughs> if you're in ministry, uh, pay attention. And yeah. I realize I'm talking to myself. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Number one, diligent. Mm-hmm. Goal-oriented. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk goal-orientedness goes hand-in-hand hand with self-control. Somebody who knows what they want in life. Mm -hmm. I don't like any of this so far, Becky. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. You sure you wanted to come back? Not for this one. A doer. Mm -hmm. Determined. Responsible. Not easily bothered by others' words and behaviors. A rule follower. Hmm. Not easily influenced mm-hmm. by others. You know, you, you got to stay on your track. You can't right. be letting other people sway you. No no mm-hmm. peer pressure giving in. I like this. Uh, somebody that people turn to for advice. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to want to go to somebody completely undisciplined for life advice. Right. If you're doing that, maybe find a new person. Someone who actively avoids temptation. Mm-hmm. Actively is important. And follows through with what they've committed to. So uh, maybe some faithfulness Mm -hmm. added in here. Now, I wanted to add some real-life situations that make uh, what it looks like a little more practical. Okay. Okay. Okay? I appreciate that. Um, Avoiding social media or your phone while at work or school Mm -hmm. so that your productivity isn't hurt. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. That's self-control in action. Cool. Yeah. Not buying something you really, really want because you're trying to stick to a budget. Yeah. Good job. Okay? Yeah. Skipping the bowl of ice cream or the second scoop because mm. you're working to reduce your sugar. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <sighs> Stepping away when angry. Mm. Okay. Self-control takes on so many facets. Usually we pigeonhole these things into like one little area. Right. Like, no, this, whatever you're working on, you need self-control. So it sounds like they're all going to fall under this guy. They're all. I have yeah. three more. Oh, goodness. Because I, you know, I don't know where everybody struggles. It's <laughs> yeah. like we're all going to oh, yeah. have a different area. So yeah. I want to hit on everything. Changes with time. Mm. So true. Watching three reels on Instagram instead of 30. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Don't look at me. Resisting the urge to share that juicy bit of gossip. Hmm. Yeah. And listening during a conversation rather than interrupting. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are all different ways where you need self-control. It's not just one little thing. It's all the things. Yes. Why we struggle. Number one, binge culture. Mm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Culture, culture, culture. And uh, binging, it's it's become a totally socially acceptable way to deal with your negative emotions. Yeah. But Netflix binge watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. And so instead of coping with our emotions in a healthy way, we binge. Because binging, binging can be anything. It can be food, alcohol, TV, whatever it is. It's numbing. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. And we don't want to feel. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm going to fill myself up with the ketos or with the office until my bad feelings go away. And maybe both. Exactly. Yeah, mm, yeah. yeah that sounds delicious. Yeah. While I drank this bottle of wine and gossip and watch 42 Reels on, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you got them all covered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We will so do absolutely night. anything yeah. to avoid our feelings. Yeah. Mm. And society, society. Society tells us, yeah, cool, do it. It's good for you. Yeah. Forget for forget for a minute. Yeah. Cheap dopamine hits are how we roll. Yes. Okay. Reason we struggle number two. We are impulsive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when we're emotional. Mm-hmm. Or avoiding, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we are all about like acting first and thinking later. Mm-hmm. Is that the frog or the toad that looks before they leap? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't really think about the consequences right. while we're doing it. Yeah, the long term, like you said, the goals. Mm-hmm. I... This one manifests for me in the form of saying things without thinking about the consequences, especially if I'm mad while I'm right. saying them. Mm-hmm. Tone, 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 tone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh. Impulsivity trades what you want most for what you want right now. Right. And lots of stuff feels really good in the moment. Right. But the regret sets in. When the moment leaves, mm, pretty yeah. fast. It's like it's like relieving to like get it off your chest because it's like ah, oh, I just have this thing to say or do, and then when you buy the thing or say the mean thing or gossip or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, then you're like all the things. Ooh, you're wait, like, oh. conviction, my bad. But we just do things without thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Are we give to our feelings. We're yeah. very feelings ruled. Mm-hmm. I might talk about that later. I'm not sure. Mm. This one I didn't like. I hadn't connected this dot before. Mm. There's a link between self-control and being emotionally triggered. I had never put that together. I don't know how I made it 40 plus years oh. without that but connection. But it makes a lot of sense. That's like, yeah. Like, oh. A plus B equals C. Yeah. Oh. Because oh. here's the thing. That makes me have to take responsibility for more than the behavior I'm engaging in. It's making me identify the trigger and wrestle with the emotion driving the behavior. Mm. Right. Like, what's the why underneath the why I'm having the taquitos right. and the office fest. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. About that. That gets a little more uncomfortable. We're going to get into that more when we get to the truth section, but we need to be really honest with ourselves and recognize that we are losing self-control when we're being consumed with negative emotions, sometimes positive emotions, right. mm. you know, or I mean, I don't know if it's positive, but like yeah. those new <laughs> feelings, like the fresh feelings. Yeah. Yeah, the new dopamine hit, whatever yes. it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. I know. It's so sad, isn't it? She is overwhelmed with her emotions. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Here's a reason we struggle that's uncomfortable. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Because we want to say yes. Oh. To our emotions? To whatever the behavior is. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe we do want to give into our emotion, too. Yeah. Um, but we like what we're doing or we wouldn't be doing it. Right. Truth. You know, to make this more convicting, we feel like doing it. Right. And the feelings drive the bus mm. in our body. Um, we, we like indulging mm-hmm. and we like overindulging. Yeah. And again, overindulging can be anything. Right. True. Anything. We like negative behaviors. Like, if we didn't like doing it, we wouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. 
something uncomfortable for you to deal with as you go about your business. Yeah. yeah. Here's another one. Becky's just hitting Ripping people. us apart. Yeah, no uh-huh. big deal. As I was <laughs> typing this week, I was like, you are really not holding back. Yeah. It's like, mm, I'm not going to do that anymore. We don't take responsibility for our choices or the life we're living. We blame shift. And we make excuses to rationalize away the choices we're making that are, in fact, fully in our control. Right. You're not ever going to get a handle on your self-control until you take responsibility and stop making excuses. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's where that practice, practice, practice. That's real hard. Well, I'm doing this because I'm tired because my boss was an idiot because my kids were making me crazy. Whatever it is, like, mm, do I have the ability to push stop? Do I have the ability to eat a normal amount of taquito? <laughs> Taquitos, I really want taquitos. Apparently, well, okay. I'm with you. It sounds delicious. so good. Sound great. I know. Maybe somebody brought some. Maybe. Okay, that's that. <laughs> We're all getting excited now. <laughs> <laughs> we record these though. before dinner, so yeah. sometimes the hunger is like real. Okay, here's some ways to cultivate. The first one is, you know, I started easy. Yes. Okay, yes. I started. I'm building you up this time. Sleep. I was thinking about that when you were when you were saying it. I'm like, and sleep. Sleep. Because I don't know about you. I make better choices when I've gotten some sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I make poor life choices when I'm tired. Right. So, yeah. Scientific studies, and I put, you know, your general life experience, <laughs> show that there is actually a direct correlation between lowered self-control and lack of sleep. So, you want to be more self-controlled? Go to bed. Right? Everybody can get on board. They're like, yeah. yeah, yeah Becky told more. me to sleep. I did. Just just lay in the bed if you can't sleep. No screen. Just lay there. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Yeah. You need rest. Set SMART goals. SMART is an acronym. Yep. This stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Time-Based. Mm-hmm. I like that this one is going to be uh, aired right before New Year's. There's a reason most people do not follow through with their New Year's goals because they are so abstract and unformed. Mm-hmm. Okay? most They're basically virtue signaling is most people's New Year's goals because they're like, I want to be a healthier person. Mm-hmm. I want to follow after God. I want to be a mindful mom. Okay, those are really good things. All three of those things. Amazing things. Wonderful things. Those are not goals. Mm-hmm. You are going to fall into old habits and let your current way of living without self-control keep winning with goals like those because there aren't any parameters. Yeah. There's nothing to measure. There's nothing to do. They're just virtue signaling. So what I want you to do is think about the area in your life where you are exercising the least amount of self-control. Okay. Maybe it's your anger. Maybe it's the way you eat. Maybe it's smoking. Maybe it's your spending habits. Then choose a small Hear me say small, 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 smart goal related to that area where it's measurable and it's attainable and it's time focused. You have a specific time limit on it and it's not this giant, I'm going to be a good person in the new year. Well, how do you do that? That's <laughs> I well, how do you measure know. it? Exactly. Right. It's and there's no end. There's no end. I like, and it's I like smart goals, smart goals. And they're, yeah. they're little and attainable. Um, and, and start and start right now. Okay, people like to make excuses by, I'm just going to wait for the right time to start. It will never be. It will never, never. Or like I'm with workouts. I'm like, it'll be even if I started. I'm like, no, just start it right now. Yes. Right right now. 
And, you know, even like five minutes is better than nothing yep. of whatever it is. If, okay, well, I want to read a book a month. Okay, well, five minutes a day, one page a day uh-huh. is better than the no pages a day you were doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. Even if, you know, and if you want to stop smoking, well, d- don't start cold turkey like, okay, I want to cut back by one a day. Start little and if that's yeah. measurable. And I'll be honest, I hate SMART goals. I've never liked it since, what was that, junior year of high school. <laughs> when they we had it. to learn it in the financial class. And they're like, do this, do that. And I've always hated it. I've hated the acronym. I'll just be honest. I've hated it. Only because. But they work. They do work. They do. But that's why I've never wanted to apply them. Yeah. Mm, never. Because it holds you accountable. It holds you yes. accountable. Yes. Mm. But it's it's really, it's the small, like the, you like you can measure it and it's a mm. time. It seems like the all or nothing of our culture too. Right. It's like, mm. oh, well, if I can't have it now, yeah, then no. I'm never going to have it. So In the full and complete. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Not not just start with a crumb. Start with a little tiny thing and give yourself grace, understanding that you're not going to do it perfectly and you're going to mess up and you're going to have bad days and fall back in. Right. But you got to keep going. Oh, and I want to add in this too. Um, so much research will tell you to focus on one goal at a time until your self-control muscles start to develop. So don't decide, okay, well... I'm going to lose weight and run a marathon and read 40 books and be a better mom and blah, 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 like all at once. Like, that makes no. me tired Pick one thing. And none, again, all of those are virtue signaling. Mm. Pick one little thing. Like okay. my ADHD brain is why I don't want to. I'm going to uh. trade one of my cups of coffee for a cup of water. Okay, well, that's a small, measurable, doable goal that I could do. Okay. Next one. Habits are worth way more than willpower. You cannot will yourself into having self-control. There's so many studies. Mm. You cannot try harder <laughs> and do it. Someone else is already trying yeah, to do that. Ain't yeah, ain't going to happen. Do you, There's a whole episode me and David did on habits because it's his deal. Um, but try habit stacking. If you want to do something, add it on to something you're already doing. I think I listened to that one. Yeah. It's been a while. It's a really good one. Like, okay, well, can you add something on to something you do every day? Like, if you want to pray every day. Okay, well, do you take a shower every day? Mm-hmm. Probably. Pray in the shower. Yeah. Just add it on to something you're already doing. Well, obviously we eat every day, so. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Do it every meal. Tack it on. Yeah. Build on what you already have. Don't make, don't make it harder. Okay. This one is really important. And I like it because it's really adaptable. Cultivate by being smart about your temptations. Mm. Okay. Because we're all going to be tempted by very different yeah. things. You know, verywellmind.com said it this way. Plan for situations that might break your resolve. Oh, yeah. You know, like if you're trying to give up gossiping, if that's where your self-control is loose, plan ahead when you know you're going to be around Betty Sue, who (laughs) loves to tell stories and just know, have a plan going in. Like, okay, well, I'm going to switch the conversation to this topic. Snooze that Facebook group for 30 days. Yeah. Or I know that I can't plan our meals when I'm starving. Mm. Because oh, then yeah. all of our meals become cream sauce based. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a trigger for me, a temptation for me. You know, um, whatever it is, or if you're in that mood where you really want the new things, mm. that's not maybe the time to get on Amazon. Oh, no. If oh. you're trying to save money and you're yeah, like in this uncontent <laughs> mood, whatever. Uh, you know, know when you're vulnerable is basically the thing. Mm. When are you going to be vulnerable and plan ahead? Uh, work smarter, not harder. Uh, we all have to learn how to resist because you're never going to be able to avoid temptation completely. It's just not going to happen. But you don't have to put out a welcome mat for temptation mm-hmm. either. 
Okay, this one is the toughest one, and we talked about it a little bit. Figure out what is driving the conflict. I love this one, even though it's hard. We talk so much about knowing your why on the podcast, what is underneath your behaviors and your choices. Psychology Today said this, find out what's on the other side of your plans. Why do you keep sabotaging yourself? Mm. Yeah. What's important to you about one more glass of wine or that next cigarette? Discovering as much as you can about the opposing sides existing in your own mind will help to bring about solutions to the struggle. Even though those are not things I personally struggle with, I really like the what's important to you about the mm, right. whatever your deal is. The smart goal. Why? Why is it your goal at what all? What is? But like, yeah. why do I want that thing? Why right. is that thing more important to me than this other thing I say I want? Or yeah, like why is it even? Yeah. Like what is important to me about the maple bar? <laughs> you know, mm. versus the... You know, uh, my daughter and I are going back to the calorie restriction when January starts. But it's like, I know that will be a struggle. But like, mm. what is it about the maple bar? What is that signaling to me that matters to me more than right. this? Mm. I don't know. What is important to you? What What is winning out over this other life you could have where you're free of anger or free of overspending or free of gossip, whatever your deal is? Yeah. How does that person act, too? Yeah. You know? Mm. It's a lot. It's it's difficult and it uncovers some stuff we might not want to confront here's some truth number one self-control or lack thereof it is keeping you from your goals a study put out by the american psychological association found that poor self-control is keeping 27 percent of people from achieving their goals Hmm. that's a pretty big chunk Goals require habit or behavior adjustments. Goals require doing things when you don't feel like doing them. Meeting a goal means you stay focused and don't give in to the right now, which is basically what poor self-control is. Mm. So whether your goal is to nail your presentation at work, stay pure until marriage, give up vaping, or lose 20 pounds, each of those decisions requires you to exercise self-control, especially when you face temptation. And you're going to face temptation for whatever Mm. those things are. I mean, our culture, especially because we write off a lot of that stuff. Yeah. We can so easily talk ourselves out of it and Mm -hmm. justify it. Oh, it's just one. It's just one time. Yeah. It's going to lead to the next time. It's not going to lead to, yeah, moment of my lips, forever on my hips, you know. Mm. If you really, really want the thing you say you want, if it's actually a goal for you, you have to work on your self-control. Yeah. So you can have the thing you really want and can be proud of. Right. Have to. This is rough. This is the roughest truth. <laughs> this is about sin. Oh. <laughs> DesiringGod.com said, Self-control is simply that important, impressive, and nearly impossible practice of learning to maintain control of the beast of one's own sinful passions. Mm. Right. You had already said it. The scripture in Romans was Paul said. (laughs) But we like to sin. Right. Yeah. And we have made a lot of the areas we think about when it comes to not having self-control, quote unquote, soft sins that we Mm. kind of overlook. Mm. 
Yeah. I don't know. That we don't even think about it. Yeah. You mean, even in the church, we write off most of these things. I'm going to give you a list. Oh, gosh. This is real <laughs> ugly. All of these things are, are sin, and but we have totally written them off as socially acceptable, even church mm. acceptable. Right. Okay? Gossiping. Right. We overlay. Oh, I'm not murdering. Basically, we set that bar. I'm not murdering. I'm not robbing a bank. I'm just sharing so we can pray. About oh my that. gosh! <laughs> uh, I'm not ooh. doing that. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but yeah, Christians do that. Okay, gossip, overeating. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. Drinking. Uh, binging screen time. Mm. Ranting. Ooh, all one. pretty much accepted by culture as both normal and acceptable. Yeah. All of them. Every day. Yeah. This is like oh, no big deal. That's normal. That's what you should be doing. That's what everybody does. Yeah. Well. Just because everybody does it. Right. Do we all jump off the cliff, right? Exactly. Yeah. But like those, <laughs> confronting those like, things is like, oh, that, those are actually sin issues. Yeah. The jump isn't that far. <laughs> you know, it's only a curb, you know. It's really hard. It's, and it's going to be about the sin that entangles you. Right. right. Whatever is convicting for you. From yeah. the things that trip you up and pull your focus away from God and the life he's called you to leave. And it, just ask yourself, what have you turned a blind eye to? Right. What am I ignoring? Because I'm like, oh, this is my bigger issue over here. So yeah. I'm just going to ignore the smaller, ev- even though they are an issue. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Gosh, what have Becky. you written off as acceptable that you know isn't? I also wanted to bring up, too, how tricky and sneaky sin is and how it can creep into your life beyond the way society has messed us up. So, while behavioral self-control isn't an issue for me. Like, I'm pretty reliable. But one time, I had a friend call me out on how much I was reading. Okay? Basically telling me that it was becoming sinful in my life. Now, is reading a sin? No. Is reading a lot sinful? No. No. Is elevating something, even something good, above God a mm, sin? Yes. Yes. And that's what I was doing. Uh, but we twist our behaviors and our bad habits, and we spin them until we don't mm-hmm. think it, it's wrong. But me reading seven or eight hours a day means I am ignoring the people and the duties God has put in front of me. I'm not being faithful to the people and responsibilities God has oh, given me. There's faithful coming up again. Right. Yeah. I've made something an idol where it's mm. what I care about more than anything else. Mm. And that thing wasn't Jesus. Mm. So even good things and even overindulging in good things right. Right. can be a lack of self-control. Do I control myself when it comes to reading? Not all the time. So it can be good stuff. Anything overindulgent. But we tell ourselves, well, I'm not hurting anybody. Right. Well, because most of the time it's not. No, most of our things aren't. Well, we're hurting ourselves. We hurt ourselves, yes. But we, we treat ourselves we, like garbage. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, what difference does that even add? No. We, don't even, we don't even add that to the equation. Who cares? I'm just me. Yeah, yeah I'm Oscar the or, Trash. Or you know, like in, yeah. everybody else does it. Right. Or everybody, you know, I hear this with kids. Well, all the other kids at school are way worse. Uh, like, well, we it's true. Do, but, but we think that. Yes. We do think that. I mean, as a grown-up. Yeah. Well, you know. I'm better than most people. At least I'm not like anybody today. Like, I I didn't, you know, I didn't stab anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the lack of violence again. Right. (laughs) The bar. So low. Oh, boy. (laughs) Or, you know, well, the Bible doesn't specifically say. Ah, yeah. Oh, oh, gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Didn't say it could be. Doesn't say it. Well, I can't watch 53 reels on my phone. Well, they didn't have. Okay. We have, <laughs> I've never bothered to count them. I'm afraid to do that. Yeah, I, it's they and they, they just play anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah, we have to admit out loud though that this 
is more, whatever we're struggling with, is about more than nachos tasting good or the gross camaraderie we feel when we're sharing that secret about our coworker. Mm. Like, it's about more than that. We have to admit that something other than God has captured our heart and is more important to us than doing what is right. Right. Mm. It's, that's an ugly truth. <laughs> oh, what is it? What is it about the thing? Right. Well, yeah. Why? Why is that more important to you? Why you said, yeah. What's the reason mm, underneath? I don't, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't it. want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Becky, move on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The last, this, this truth isn't fun either. This is about trusting God. I feel like trusting God has come up a lot with some of these. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, they all point back to something we should be doing. But we're self-reliant. Oh, we're so, so self-reliant. We may not like ourselves and treat ourselves like garbage, but ultimately we yeah. feel we think that we can trust us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can trust We can't. No. I can trust me to be inconsistent I can and trust, not I, trustworthy. Apparently. I can put on one heck of a fear tornado. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. Come to my party, everybody. <laughs> DesiringGod.com said true self-control is not about bringing ourselves under our own control, mm-hmm. but under the power of Christ. Amen. I have shared before that I used to look at the list of the qual- of qualities at the fruits of the spirit and think I had to work harder. Like, oh, I have to strive. I got to do so much more. Um, I'm not good enough. Yeah. yeah. But you don't. You don't have to do anything. Let, let God do it in you. Mm. Let that word let. Again, from Desiring God, the key to self-control is not inward, but upward. Stop trying to do it by yourself. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can't do it by yourself. You're right. going to fail. No wonder we keep reaching for the nachos and the gossip. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get God involved. But remember, we have to allow him to do it. Mm-hmm. Ed Welch said, we are promised the gift of self-control, but we must take it by force. Hmm. Interesting. Grab it. You have to let, you have to let him. He will give you opportunities to practice self-control. Yes. He's not gifting you with those dozen maple bars. <laughs> He's giving, that was a choice in whatever you the I opportunity. was, yeah, donuts. <laughs> yeah. Maple bars are my love language. <laughs> this is how I struggle. I know. Sheesh. Yeah, we're hungry. <laughs> oh, yes, we are. Please, Lord, let someone have brought maple bars and taquitos. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Very unlikely, but you I know. know what? I'm on board. I know. That would be a great dinner. Mm. Last one today. Believe in mindset. Self-control starts and ends with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. We think it's behavior. It's not. It's not. How you're thinking about the thing you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. What he said. We got <sighs> cute babies in here. Okay, guys. This was a... Tough yes, series. This seriously. was equally as hard as spring cleaning. Oh gosh, yeah, that one got wrenching. It is. I hope. I mean, I hope it is because that's how we change. When we feel the discrepancies between what we say we think and how we behave. Hey, if I yeah. think back when we started that, I mean, I've come a long way. I think we all have. I see growth yeah, at the table. The yeah. You know, I and I something. I hope there's growth happening in your home, Absolutely. wherever you are. Yeah, for the new year coming, too. Yes. Yes. New mercies. You said that before. New, yes, anticipate them. All right. We're going to keep growing. I'm, you know, 
the next time we talk to you, it'll be 2024, and uh, I'm not promising easy. On this new hill, let's see. Yeah, let's see what the new hill brings, the new growth, the new trees we sprout, the lights we shine. Mm. Thanks for being with us for another whole year. You guys are awesome. Great series. All right, we love you. Happy New New Year. Year. Bye. You've been listening to the Girl on a Hill podcast. Please help us out by sharing the podcast with your friends, connecting with us on social media, and leaving a review on Apple Podcast. We're here to climb the hill with you as we all work to stop hiding, start shining, and be the women we were created to be. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.